It's Tuesday. It's Sharp Tongue Tuesday. I'm coming at you live. I'm coming at you. At you. What does that even fucking mean? We don't know. That's how crazy it is. Today, I'm going to tell you all about my weekend. I'm going to tell you how I was flirting with a bartender in Arizona. I'm going to tell you how I hosted the Cannabis Cup. High Times Midwest Cannabis Cup in Michigan. And I'm also going to tell you how I smoked a blunt with Wu-Tang. Coming up next on the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Cow, 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 cow. What's up, everybody? It's a Sharp Tongue Podcast. It's your boo, Jesse May. I'm coming at you live. Um, what a weekend. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I hope you were out there living your truths. hope you are out there treating people right. Yourself, most of all. You know, it's important to treat yourself right. We don't do that often enough. Then we project all of our shit on other people and we wonder why we're not happy. Hope you're treating yourselves right out there, everybody. I had a wonderful weekend. I worked. I flew. I was in Arizona. I did a chive comedy show at the Stand Up Live. What a wonderful club in Phoenix, Arizona, downtown Phoenix. Uh, it was a thousand... 217 degrees outside. I don't know how those fucking people do it. Uh, but before I get into it, let me tell you guys where I'm going to be performing. Um, I'm going to be taking a little bit of time off. I, if you guys don't already know, if you're if you're listening, tuning into the podcast every week, my sister's having a baby. So most of August, I'm going to be off the road. But coming up Friday, the 30th, I'm going to be at the comedy store for uh comedy show so just go to the comedy store and there's 14 rooms there for christ's sake just ask where jesse may peluso is they'll tell you and i'll be in san francisco the 12th 13th 14th and 15th at the punchline i also will be at the uh, niagara casino august 3rd i believe that is in niagara new york with my boy and your boy josh motherfucking wolf niagara falls it's the bear's den at the casino and hotel in niagara falls so please come to that show I, i'll probably be there for a couple days with my parents just hanging out i'm gonna be at um let's see august 26th i'll be at the muhlenberg college in allentown pennsylvania so the beginning of august end of august i'm gonna be touring in the middle i'm gonna try and take off as much time as i can the end of september the 28th, 29th, and 30th, I'm going to be at the Sacramento Punchline in Sacramento, Cali. Come check your girl out, please. Come check her out and be like, yo, how you doing? I'll be like, yo, how you doing? Uh, yeah, so come see me. Come see me per, uh, perform live for you. Working, working hard. But uh, Arizona's hot as hell. I don't know how these fuckers serve. It's literally the type of heat you can't breathe in. Like moisture, just wet. And not in the good way. Not in like the I'm ready to get fucked. More like I'm going to melt into the concrete. Like, I don't know how people survive out there. Um, the funny thing was I flew with some joints from L.A. to Arizona. Now, it seems risky, you know, but when you're a white girl in America, just because of the way this the system is, the uh, systematic privileges I have, which I, I don't like to take advantage of. But sometimes a girl needs a little bit of marijuana and she's going to have to use her resources to make that work. I flew from L.A. to Arizona with a little bit of weed, not too much, a couple joints, you know, a few edibles, some pipes, and some bud. <laughs> 
or Willie Nelson's breakfast, you know, however you want to fucking look at it. And the funny thing was, is I'm going through TSA, right? And I'm always a little nervous because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And uh, my bag alarmed them. And I was like, fuck, here, here we go. This is it. Orange is the new black realness coming at you live, which I just started watching, by the way, just got into Orange is the new black. We'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, very into that show. Just, I'm on season one, episode three. Holy shit. Where have I been for fucking seven years? So my bag gets alarmed and they pull me aside. And you know what, what alarmed them? What they took from my bag, not the three joints. Not the Honey Bear Farms pen, not the uh, other, I have a couple other pens, a CBD pen, CBD spray, uh, a couple edibles, a couple bags of edibles. (laughs) Cheech and Chong starter kit. (laughs) No, that's not what stopped them. They, They missed all that shit. What alarmed them was my little baby food pouches. I travel with baby food. Uh, Carly Aquilino and I toured together a couple years ago and she used to travel with baby food and I thought it was the smartest idea. And they have these like little teeny pouches of organic baby food that I travel with because you can't always get nutrients and I need nutrients. And that's what, that's what, they, that's what they took. My fucking baby food, which FYI TSA, it's a solid. Okay, pureed vegetables are not a liquid. It's still a solid, even though you, you can you, you can drink it or, or slurp it, suck it. It's not it's not a, it's not a liquid. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong. You know, maybe it does become a solid. I didn't graduate college. So <laughs> let's see is pureed baby food a solid. I'm Googling it right now. A solid. How do you spell solid? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, nobody want, Nobody can tell. Is, is pureed baby food a solid? Why is this taking so long? Maybe you guys have already figured this out. Is pureed baby food a solid? Question mark. Google. What the fuck? Introducing, introducing solid babies to solid food. I see. It's still a solid food. You're just pureeing it. It doesn't, it doesn't change its molecular structure. I mean, you'd have to heat it up to adjust it, right? I mean, now we're getting too much into a Bill Nye science guy. The point is, I still had my three joints, my 47 edibles, my two pipes, my fucking Snoop Dogg snack. <laughs> my Snoop Dogg snack pack. <laughs> but they took my baby food. <laughs> and the best part, they left one pouch. So I was on the plane, found a fucking bonus pouch, in my high times, and, and it was in my high times backpack. <laughs> These people missed, literally opened my marijuana paraphernalia, like souvenir backpack that said high times on it, took out the baby food and left me with Martha Stewart's morning breakfast, her and Snoop Dogg's goddamn Thanksgiving pot dinner (laughs) just hilarious i just i love the inconsistency but you know what more power to the tsa please don't arrest me um the chive shows were amazing i did shows for the chive which you guys if you guys don't know chive.com they're a huge uh internet website and they curate a lot of content thank you to the chive 
peeps for having me on the show. It was with Brett Ernst, who, if you haven't seen Brett Ernst live, he's so damn talented. Please go check him out if he's in a city near you. So funny, so original. Uh, Theo Vaughn as well. Just a hillbilly racist bigot. One of my favorite people. So funny. Both those guys, so funny. We had a great time performing. They, um, Chive wants to start doing some shows, so we put together a little pilot for them. We we did some content and, and did the t- the comedy shows, which were amazing. Thank you for everybody who came out. Nice to meet you all. There were a couple wounded soldiers there. Much, much love to you guys. Thank you for fighting for our right to talk about our pussies and dicks, amongst other things. Uh, I got to hang out with my boy, Jimmy Wisman, who's one of my dearest friends, who was working at the Tempe Improv all weekend. We always try and get together whenever we can. Please check out his podcast. He's got two, Small Town Murder and his his Golden Goose Crime and Sports, which is taken off, and I'm so happy for him. If you are into sports, even if you aren't into sports, his podcast basically I love because everyone just puts sports up on a pedestal, puts athletes up on a pedestal, and these guys just kind of chop them down. <laughs> They don't chop them down. The the athletes themselves chop themselves down because they get in trouble with with the law. And the podcast is about just getting into all these different cases surrounding different athletes in all arenas of sport. You know, everything from golf to tonsil hockey. I mean, you, they really get in there. And uh, yeah, so shout out to Jimmy, my homeboy, my, my brother from another mother. We uh, were totally harassing the sushi waitress at the at the restaurant. We went to Pure Sushi in Arizona. Apologies. I hope you got your car. This girl was sit- walking to work every day in the fucking Arizona heat. This poor chick just moved from Thailand two months ago. Already speaks English. I can't even spell coconut. <laughs> talk about ambition and talk about... You know, th- that's just the difference f- for for people out there who, who don't think that there are things in place in the system that benefit people. I already, you know, I speak English. I was born. I spoke English. I didn't really learn any other language. I didn't have to. That's a that's an example of being a part of a system and, and having certain measures in place that make it easy for me to sort of survive. This girl had to fight tooth and nail, learn another language on top of her language, move out of her country, into a totally different place, out of her comfort zone, walk to work every day in 115 degree heat. And I'm like, oh my God, my latte didn't have an almond milk in it. What is happening in the world? Uh, just She was just working her ass off saving money to get a car. So I, I hope she does one day. Fucking. <laughs> but, and she was hot. Like, you know, she needs to figure out that hot chicks in this country, you can get stuff bought for you you know it's just you just got to figure it out it's an it's an unfortunate circumstance but it's also a fortunate byproduct of the the way you look and I'm not speaking out of experience I've worked for everything I just have had a lot of hot friends that literally don't do shit because they don't have to how wonderful shout out to all the hot lazy fucks out there I had a great time I, I took a day off well kind of a day off I was still working trying to compile an audition for uh in Arizona, just hanging out at my hotel. It was an audition for a TV show. And um, I, I was flirting with the bartender. Yeah, I pulled a, I felt like a spinster at the bar. 
they had this cute little pool top bar and the bartender was so cute had tattoos facial hair just he looked like a missing link that had done jail time you know what i mean like a sasquatch like a cholo sasquatch that's 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 my demo and uh but turned out he had married with kids so i backed off because i'm not a fucking homewrecker and then i started hanging out with a couple pilots these guys were american airline pilots giving me the ins and outs of what it takes to fly a plane and i was like do you guys really do anything and you just push one button is it just like a microwave like you just press the 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 flight time and then start (laughs) and then it just dings when you land (laughs) uh they were delightful they were so fun um i asked them if they ever saw ufos you know because i'm always interested to to prove or debunk conspiracy theories i mean it's not really conspiracy theory because we we, there's got to be shit out there it's not a conspiracy theory i mean there's 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 other there's got to be other life forms you know and uh he actually sent me an email one of the guys dano was his name dano if you hear this it's so nice to meet you guys they said we really enjoyed hanging out with you at the polymore hotel hope your show was a hit well of course it was your sketch of the hooligans was spot on um i guess i was making fun of somebody while we were hanging out at the bar uh, i hope to see you perform sometime you're a real cool chick following you as el capitan that's el capitan probably on instagram so everybody go stalk them they were such nice guys uh really delightful and they said that they saw a bunch of stuff in the sky that they couldn't say what it was like they had no idea it was definitely a ufo you know they saw something that was just chilling in the sky and then it shot straight up no plane goes straight up in the air that's just, just not the way things work you know not not our aviation at least like not the airplanes that we have i mean i'm sure they're working on some more high-tech stuff but ufos are real <laughs> that's my that's my opinion and it's a fact even though i haven't really seen anything specific you know i just think that there's life out there we can't be the only ones that's all i'm saying and if two drunk airline pilots at a rooftop pool bar tell me that they've seen something then i'm taking it as fact uh I had a great time though. Uh, thank you to the hotel. Very wonderful hotel in Arizona. And then I flew from Arizona to Detroit, Michigan for the high times Midwest cannabis cup, which was in Flint, Michigan. Now, if you guys don't know about Flint, Michigan, Flint, Michigan is the town that had all of the, this, the water scandal, basically their water became contaminated because of the source and they were getting the source of their water was coming from the Michigan I think like the Flint River which was known to have uh, industrial waste and just a whole bunch of contamination uh, sewage can sewage waste it just it was a total crisis an absolute disaster I think it began in 2014 um it they changed the source it was coming from detroit and they changed it to the flint river for whatever reason they didn't treat the water properly and these people were exposed to lead they were exposed to industrial waste they were exposed to sewage waste and it's still ongoing people have died um their water's brown it smells terrible um you know let me look up the statistics here i'll pull it up on wikipedia flint water crisis it's ongoing. Um, it's been ongoing for about three years. 
The water is contaminated with chloroform bacteria, THMs, lead, Legionnaire's disease, which is like deadly. I believe, you know, that is something that can people can die from. And six to 12,000 children have been exposed to lead. It literally was just a state of emergency. There's lawsuits. People are, are you know, there's indictments, suspensions. It's it's a whole fucking scandal. And Legionnaire's, Legionnaire disease is like a, it's like a pneumonia. I think that shit's really bad. It causes all sorts of terrible side effects. Um, and it's, and it's found in fresh water and, and the, the city didn't want to do what they needed to do to keep that water clean. And it, they still haven't. And it's, they're, they're projecting it won't be until 2020. So as a result, because I was staying in Flint, Michigan for the high times cannabis cup, which was at the auto city speed, uh, speedway, just right. Everything was right there in Flint. I didn't shower for four days. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. You know, there's no way. I didn't even wash my face with it. The The hotels actually handed out bottles of water to people because they knew. You know, and I thought about staying in Detroit and just commuting back and forth. But, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tough it out. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to be here and try to not get Legionnaire disease in my goddamn eye sockets. So when I got into the hotel room just out of habit, I ended up washing my face with the water. And I screamed and I closed my eyes and my mouth and I like freaked out. I mean, if I could have set myself on fire safely, I would have. And then I just washed my face. I literally was like, I felt like Reese Witherspoon from Strayed. I don't know if you guys read that book or saw that movie, but it it, it was a true story about this woman who just went across the Appalachian Trail uh, and, you know, just trying to heal from her mother's death. And she didn't shower at all. That's how I felt. I felt like just a, a person lost in the Appalachian, <laughs> on the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> I washed myself out of bottled water for three days. I used wet naps and, you know, I, I realized being in clouds of marijuana smoke, you can't really tell, you know, is it a fart cloud? Is it pig pen from Charlie, uh, from, from, <laughs> from Charlie Brown? No, it's just me. It's Flint, Michigan. I, I toughed it out. And even when I got home last night, I didn't hop in the shower right away. I, I, I probably should wash my sheets. There's probably Legionnaire disease in my sheets right now. But it, the, the High Times Cannabis Cup was amazing. And the one thing I can um, say about having spent a couple of times at these cannabis cups compared to things like state fairs and concerts where people are drinking copious amounts of alcohol is the difference in people. At the Cannabis Cup, everybody was so chill so friendly. I, t I walked around after I hosted um, the award show. That's what High Times hired me to host the award show. My friend Matt Richards was supposed to come out. His flight got all fucked up. Shout out to Matt Richards. Sorry you missed it, buddy, but I passed a blunt around with Wu-Tang and you missed a really good time. <laughs> um, it just, the, the people in comparison to people who are drinking, the, there's no comparison. It's two totally different tones. And I walked around after I did the awards show and just said hello to everybody. And people were just giving me just t-shirts and product and all this stuff, just being so generous, um, stopping by, talking to me, taking photos. Just, the people were so kind and not one issue. There wasn't one fight, not one person getting hurt, no bloodshed, nothing people were there just having a good time listening to the music chilling there were tons of tents tons of um 
you know, people that had their product there, it, 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 food, it just was like, it was, it was so amazing. It was, it was such a, a great time. I hosted the award show, which about 17 different categories. Shout out to Jackie, Mary Jane, Matt, everybody at high times for having me be a part of that. That just was, it was so fun. And I landed and my plane was delayed and all I wanted was to be able to make it for Wu-Tang on Saturday night. You know, I had all my outfits. You guys helped me pick out my outfits. I ended up going with a Wu-Tang t-shirt because it was chilly. So I'm sorry if your selection didn't make it. I did a, on Weeds Day last week, I showed you all of my Wu-Tang paraphernalia, which was about six different shirts that I was choosing to wear to host the can- the cup awards. And I, and I settled on my t-shirt that was the Wu-Tang W and the W had marijuana print on it, like actual bud, not, you not like cartoon cannabis leaves, but it was just like actual bud. So I ended up wearing that. And, um, you know, I, I just wanted to see Wu-Tang. I've always loved them. I grew up on that music and it was Wu-Tang and Nelly that I really didn't want to miss on Saturday night. Sunday were the awards. So I landed, rushed, got ready, almost got Legionnaire's disease in my eye sockets when I was getting ready, made it to Wu-Tang. Just, if you guys watched my IG story, I, I was posting videos and, and pictures. It was so much fun. They they were, they passed around the biggest blunt I've ever seen in my life. It probably was a foot long and about th- and two inches thick. And they were rapping on stage, passing it around. And then it came to me and I was like, I'm um, smoking a blunt with Wu-Tang. So I'm just going to go over here and walk into traffic because I think I've reached the apex of success. <laughs> and I actually thought about how I could get the blunt back home. And I, instead I paid it forward. I left it with the manager, the hotel manager at the hotel I stayed at in Flint. And I was like, you know what? I wanted to travel with this, but I'm going to pay it forward. You enjoy it. So I passed my Wu-Tang blunt on like it was an Olympic baton. And it was really like an Olympic baton of pot smoking. So, you know, you can't always keep everything for yourselves. And that's the one thing about cannabis culture and the people who are a part of this. They, they share everything. It's all about puff, puff, pass. Oh, that was amazing. Nelly performed. I was screaming at the top of my lungs and every performer sang Mary Jane. You guys know that song? Do you, do you, do you, do you, Mary Jane. I feel like I put it on one of my Sharp Tongue episodes, maybe last week. I might have put it on last week. I'm not sure. But they all sang a variation of that, which is funny because one of the... Um, one of the people at high times her name is mary jane and she was like we need a new version of that song and i think she's right uh the awards were dope on sunday i had a great time hosting the awards the, everybody at high times was impressed because i made stoners laugh which is hard to do because they're stoned i actually made them laugh audibly and i felt successful <laughs> uh, i called one of the winners of the cup the Eminem of Michigan. And he was so high. He looked at me, he goes, Eminem is from Michigan. And I was like, oh yeah, well you're the second Eminem. And he was like, what? And I was like, huh? <laughs> He's like correcting me. And then he got angry. And I was like, really? You think being the Michigan Eminem is really that bad? Dude's very successful, sir. I think you need to get yourself in perspective and stop taking yourself so seriously. Is he from, I didn't think Eminem was from Michigan. I thought he was or, or, uh, from Flint. He's from Missouri, you asshole. Yeah. St. Joseph, Missouri. He's not from Michigan. 
that motherfucker. I knew it. I could tell in his eyes he wasn't sure what he was saying. And I was like, oh, okay. Why are you so mad at me? So that was one person. That was the only angry person there the whole time. So that was the only outburst we had. And it, <laughs> it wasn't anything. Um, the award show was so fun. And then we got to see Bone Thugs in Harmony. Oh, my God. I just... I can't even like just the whole my my inner child was just so happy. I was just so happy. Ba 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 bone 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 bone. Tell me what you gonna do? There's no way to hide. What's it gonna be? I'll be missing everybody. Um, it was so amazing just to have that music, those people, and to you know, be doing what I love to do, entertaining. It was, it was dope. It was such a great weekend. And, you know, and I, I, I talked to some people about some products for my mom. My mom has lupus and it gets flared up in the summertime. You know, I'm trying to get her off her harsher meds because her harsher meds have started making her go blind in one of her eyes. And, you know, she's on these steroids to help combat the side effects of lupus. And lupus is like an autoimmune disease. So it, it, it affects your immune system and in the the medicine keeps the immune system down so that the immune system doesn't attack the body so in turn she ends up getting sick because she's weaker and so it's almost like this thing where the medicine uh, almost ex- basically perpetuates the the side effects it's just this vicious cycle of her not feeling good and then feeling good not feeling good having to raise her medication so we're trying to figure out a healthier alternative for her and I've been looking, doing some research about CBD and doing some research about edibles and how she can incorporate that into her her medication plan as opposed to doing all these pharmaceuticals that are literally taking away her senses. <laughs> you know, it's just so fucking crazy to me that this, this plant that when consumed properly and with, you know, some sort of guidance and help, you know, because essentially there are side effects to marijuana that they're not going to make you die, but that you can have adverse side effects. It's not for everybody. And when it's, when it's prescribed under supervision and with precision, as far as like dosage into products, it can really help. And so that's my goal is to find something for my mom that can make her not have these horrible side effects from her pharmaceutical medication. So if anybody has any advice or they know any great sprays, any um, inflammation calming, uh, inflammation, anti-inflammatory sprays, any salves or lotions, I'm open to any products you guys know about. Uh, Kayla at Honey Bear Farms, who has rheumatoid arthritis, has helped me out with a lot of information and I'm always open to new stuff. So if you guys know any good products or know somebody who has lupus and, and any alternative medicine that has worked, please let me know. I gotta take care of my mama. I came out of her tiny body and I'm trying to pay her back. You know, you gotta pay it forward. Um, I really wish I had my mom there to smoke a blunt with Wu-Tang. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Little Nan- Nancy just puffing on a big fatty. Uh, I just, you know, just got into Orange is the New Black. Hopefully I won't be an inmate because I uh, have, have been flying with tiny amounts of edibles and little joints that I put inside of Chaplin's butthole. Just kidding. Adopt, don't shop. Don't come after me, PETA. I would never put uh, joints in my dog's butthole. Some gummy bears, maybe. But, you know, come on. You know, I'm not perfect. Uh, I just started watching Orange is the New Black. You guys have to watch this episode, th- this show. I know it's old. You probably all have already seen it. 
and you're like, bitch, you need to get into some more modern TV shows. <laughs> but I get busy and, and, and this is my new binge. And I just, <laughs> I really love the show. There's The writing is amazing. The characters are so amazing. The content, and there's this one line that ex- just killed me. Uh, these two girls were arguing and the one girl says to the other, you know, uh, I think it was one of the chicks. It was either like one of the girls or it was like the, the prison guard. One of the, the guards there said, thanks to this missed opportunity for cradle death. <laughs> he called a girl a missed opportunity for cradle death. I thought that was so, such a smart way to to talk shit to somebody. And now I want to say that to somebody. Next time somebody says some dumb shit to me, I'm like, man, you are a missed opportunity for cradle death. <laughs> See, if the insult is that smart, it's not an insult. You, you know, you got to just show some love to the creativity, to the literary creativity. If you haven't checked it out, check out Orange is the New Black and uh, make sure you guys check me out, coming to you live. My website is, I think it's done today. So I'll have all my tour dates up there. Uh, Weeds Day is every Wednesday on Facebook Live. Make sure you guys check that out. It's every Wednesday. It's either at 4.20 East Coast or West Coast time. I fluctuate. I'm going to try and make it East Coast as much as possible because I have more of you guys watching out there. Uh, Make sure you check me out. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Snapchat. And it's all under my name, Jessie Mae Peluso. J-E-S-S-I-M-A-E-P-E-L-U-S-O. And make sure you check out uh, Small Town Murder, Crime and Sports, Brett Ernst, Theo Vaughn. Uh, Shout out to High Times. The Cannabis Cup is such a fun time. See if it's coming to a city near you. It's so delightful. Let's spread the love and the word about how amazing this plant is and, and what it's doing for modern medicine and alleviating a lot of issues out there with that with minimal side effects so i'm all about that shit i'm advocating for that uh my name is jesse may i have been your host y'all been dope you were a lesbian at the time you still a lesbian no i'm not still a lesbian you sure i once kissed mary straley when i was at miss porter's school but it wasn't for me wow do you know about all... She failed to mention the lesbian lover who ran an international drug smuggling ring. Imagine my surprise. What on earth did you do with the money? Well, Grandmother, I wasn't really in it for the money. Oh, Piper, for heaven's sake. Spread your cheeks and cough. Seriously? Neglected for now, but yo, it got to be accepted. That what? The life is hectic. Cash rules everything.